0: I was planning to write a little book about the history of Public Kirtan, and then starting in Tompkins Square Park, and then from there, going all over the world. So, on the plane, I was (coughs) searching on Tompkins Square Park, and then I came across something which was a little different. <coughs> but I thought it was really something. Um, it was a prayer of Girior's march, which uh, he made on the 15th of October 1977. <coughs> so we know that Shilapapa left, left the planet one month later, and naturally his health was very bad at the time. So, the prayer is like this. My dear Lord Krishna, you are known as Yogeshwar, the master of all mystic powers. So it is very easy for you to perform the impossible as you've done many times in the past. By your merciful glands, you restored life to the boys and cows who had died by drinking the water of the Yamuna river, which was poisoned by Kaliya and you swallowed a devastating forest fire to protect the inhabitants of Rindala. In the rasa dance you expended yourself to be simultaneously present by the side of each kopi, and, as Guru Dakshin, you recovered the dead son of your teacher. When the hunchback maidservant of Krishna smeared you with sandalwood poke, you made her straight and beautiful. And as a householder in Dwarka, you expanded yourself into sixteen thousand Krishna's, and simultaneously satisfied all of your sixteen thousand wives. When Sudama Brahmana offered you chip rice, you transformed his poor cottage into a beautiful palace suitable for the king of heaven. And to satisfy Mother Devaki, you returned her six dead sons from the kingdom of Bali. To appease the Dwarka Brahmana you also reclaimed his dead sons from Mahavishnu. When Sri Prabhupada said, with seven dollars under a tree in Tompkins Square Park, you transformed that tree into so many royal palaces and you expanded that seven dollars into millions of dollars. And when Sri Prabhupada spoke your message, you turned the malachas and chandalas into your (coughs) devotees. And when Sri Prabhupada went all by himself to sell his Srimad Bhagavatam volu- volumes, you expanded him into 10,000 loving salesmen who were working day and night without asking any salary. And you expanded his suitcase of books into 55 million pieces of literature in 23 different languages. And when Hare Krishna land was lost to the demons, you returned it to his divine grace. So from these examples, we understand that for you, the impossible is not difficult, but rather, you've performed so many impossible feats for your devotees. Therefore, if you desire, please give Sri the Prabhupada a new body. I'm going to pray, I never saw that before. Krishna performing so many miracles and um, yeah. Transforming that tree into so many palaces, so many temples over the world. Very true. Um, so it is by Krishna's mercy that uh Krishna is Yogeshwar, the Supreme Mystic, then everything becomes possible. Um, Where there is Yogeshwar Krishna, there is Vijayogu um, Bhutir, there is is victory, there is success. So, um, then everything becomes possible. Then even ordinary human beings from this age of kali can become transformed. Um, then even they can take a devotional service. It is possible because Krishna makes it possible. Then the impossible becomes possible. So this is is very very nice um, because. Uh, I see no other way. Uh, what is the path that we can follow? Is it the path of a strict sadhaka? That we are very strictly following a process? And not only strictly, but also profoundly. Uh, not only externally strictly by adhering to the prescribed rules and regulations, but also realizing the the meaning of the process we're following in depth. Are we going to be able to do it? Maybe, but so far, maybe not. Uh, up to this point, maybe it didn't work yet. It could work, but has it worked? Maybe of our chanting and all these things. Sadhana? Are we famous for our sadhana? Is that our strength? Sadhana? I don't know. If that is it, then we we'll are very strong. Mm-hmm. So, it is by, by that miracle, um, attracting the mercy of Krishna then Krishna is not limited as we are limited. We are limited by the laws of nature. Um, That's it. Um, And we know them. Uh, A child has no idea. Um, When I was a child, I thought I could walk on water. But I didn't have that potency at the time. (laughs) It didn't work so well. Um, So, as a child, you don't know, you don't know the laws of nature. Um, I was going to cross the Grand Canyon by hanging on the washing lines, and that also didn't work so well. I crashed into the Grand Canyon, unfortunately. What to do? I didn't, I had no idea of how much weight a washing line could take. (laughs) I didn't know. I found out. All these experiments. Um, I also didn't know if you take speakers and you plug the wires directly into the electric socket, that gives a big bang. (laughs) (laughs) But I found out by experiment and so many ways. I, I, I familiarized myself with the laws of nature to a point where I began to understand them quite well and where I knew what I can do and what I cannot do. Uh, where I knew how high I can jump, how high I cannot jump. Where I knew exactly what was feasible, what was not feasible. When I could still cross the street and when I could not. Uh, I knew... All these things and with it i had uh, nicely limited myself i had nicely uh, developed uh, a whole network of limits around myself i, said, I cannot go beyond this Is it not po- it's not possible i know from experience i cannot do it and so i had come to believe that I could not do and it was all logical and therefore I could not do and then there's Krishna and suddenly when there's Krishna that logic no longer applies that logic now is no longer relevant because now Krishna can change anything he can do anything Um, yes um, I like Giri Marathi's vision very much. Remembering all these miracles from the scriptures and then and then speaking about Prabhupada. Uh, When Prabhupada said with seven dollars under a tree (coughs) in Tonkin Square Park, you transformed that tree into so many royal palaces and you expanded that seven dollars into millions of dollars. I mean, that's a beautiful vision very beautiful vision and really um uh, a deep insight uh, a moment of clarity a moment of full transcendental vision uh, uh, it is very true and that was a miracle and if we would not call it a miracle Prabhupada did call it a miracle Oh, because Prabhupada said I had so many god brothers who were very qualified. But why did this miracle happen to me? So Prabhupada himself called it a miracle. Mm. It is a miracle. And it happened because Krishna. Because Krishna intervened. Some said, well, he was always a good businessman. Some said. That is the reason of his success. But that was, but Prabhupada was not happy about that. Um, He told the devotees, don't go there anymore. Um, He says, do not visit my godbrothers who speak in such a way, because um, don't go to their ashrams. This is not uh, this is not helpful. Um, Because we need faith faith and trust that krishna empowers uh, that krishna empowers his devotee and this principle of empowerment is is the very foundation of this movement uh, it is what we see in all these all the archaryas. krishna uh, kirtana gana nartana The six Goswamis, what they did, who can do, Um, who can do, who can live like that? Practically not eating, practically not sleeping, and not lamenting about it either. If I don't sleep and eat, then after a little while, you begin to notice it. I become very grumpy, extremely very <laughs> short fused. You know, if you don't feed me, then you know, don't come too close. Uh, um, but the six Goswamis didn't even notice. They were so absorbed, so absorbed in in their remembrance of Krishna. So much absorbed to scrutinizingly study the Vedic literatures. So, those are all signs of empowerment. Huh? Everyone was talking about Rupa and Sonata. No one, No one had heard about people like that. Everyone was just saying these brothers are amazing. They're amazing. They were. Although they were in Vindavan, everyone in Bengal, who were originally from Bengal, everyone in Bengal was talking about Rupin Sanat. And that was the situation. So empowerment um, is is very important. Krishna. Krishna will make things possible Krishna is there Krishna will provide Krishna will change the world Um, they say that in Russia the former KGB had a huge department on the Hare Krishna movement they knew everything about about them Um, but then, we're a small percentage, we're such a small percentage, that in some ways we are irrelevant, um, not so large, not so big. So, in Cape Town, we've been on the corner opposite the bus Station for a long time. Um, didn't build a skyscraper here 20 stories high we didn't we could have if he had the money if he had the the, if he had the following but it didn't didn't happen so is empowerment only happening to special devotees and not to the ordinary ones sometimes we feel like feel like for a pure devotee everything is possible but for us it's different Krishna will not intervene for ordinary folks like (coughs) us he will only intervene for his pure devotees Um, but that is not true Um, that is not since i was in russia let's think about it these devotees were in jail these devotees were in labor camps and now so many devotees there so many and that was the country where it was completely oppressed Just mushroomed so krishna will decide um, when and where it's not like automatically you know that Krishna will decide. Um, but if we try very sincerely, then Krishna will reciprocate. What was the the cause? What was the cause of Prabhupada's success? What was the cause? How is it that when he sat under that tree there in uh, in Tompkins Square Park, that uh, <coughs> that that tree transformed into so many palaces, and seven dollars transformed into millions of dollars? What was it? Um, What was it? It was was his intense desire. uh, His his undiluted desire. uh, That he had that, that one that desire to somehow or other spread Krishna consciousness. And that desire was so deep and so intense, and that made Krishna reciprocate. Um, we find a description of a particular sage who is approaching, who is performing austerities and approaching the Supreme Personality of Godhead, or the Supreme Lord. But the problem is, he's not sure who the Supreme is. Whether it's Vishnu, whether it is Shiva, or whether it is Brahman, he wasn't sure. So in the end, all three appeared three appeared, because, I mean, his austerity was was great, but his desire was unclear. So it shows that Krishna reciprocates with a desire. And Brahma's desire was completely focused, um, completely focused on pleasing Krishna, completely focused on worshipping Krishna, completely focused on giving Krishna to the whole world. And then, because of that very deep, intense desire, then Krishna made it all possible. Um, and, and people people began to recognize, um, they began to recognize the depth of his dedication And as a result, that awoke dedication in them. Why would we otherwise have joined such a movement? Uh, There are many other spiritual paths that are uh, more part of mainstream society. No need to be so different. Why be so different? But because one man was different one man was different from the rest of the world Um, one man was of another caliber than the people of everyday life and therefore he was teaching a level of spirituality which was beyond anything that uh, that anyone was following He taught pure devotional service, uncompromised, and and inspired people to do it. Um, like Giryaj was saying as he was single-handedly distributing Bhagavatam's uh, a chunk a chunk of Bhagavatam's he brought. And then he himself turned into ten thousand book distributors and <coughs> All these books turned also into millions of books, distributed. Um, so, what can be said? Um, one might say, yeah, but <coughs> did Krishna really intervene? Or was it just because he had extraordinary qualities that the people could see and therefore followed him? why do you see Krishna in there? Um, and the answer to that is because he saw Krishna. He saw Krishna. he How else could he have extraordinary qualities? The extraordinary quality he had was that he saw Krishna in there. So we cannot leave Krishna out of the, out of the equation. Um, it's not that problem. was a great personality and therefore uh, people eventually began to recognize it and therefore they began to follow it no he was a great personality because he was devoted to Krishna that was his greatness Um, he was rather short his build was not his build yes Um, he was aristocratic uh, looking and had an aristocratic attitude his mouth was very big When he smiled, they said it was oceanic. Um, When he didn't smile, and the corners of his mouth were down, uh, then he could look very serious. Then the corners were really down. And uh, and he had like a little handbill that he also brought from from India to America, which had been printed of himself as the Swami, with the corners of his mouth really down um, and and the painter said, Oh, you must have been very depressed at that time. He said, yeah. He said, that that was a moment of the greatest ecstasy. How can one understand? one cannot understand the actual advancement or level of advancement of a superior Vaishnava. it's not possible one cannot understand his sentiments just like a child cannot understand the sentiments of an adult it's just another universe it's like a child doesn't know about these things in the same way, we cannot understand. Um, we've just been celebrating radastami and one thing was very, very clear. We cannot understand. We cannot. We cannot understand Simati Radharani. It is impossible. Impossible. Because her love for Krishna, we cannot. We can only imagine. Right? We saw in Durban we saw many plays and the actors were like trying to act out separation but what is separation? how does it work? it is two contradictory emotions on the one on the one hand great overwhelming sense of loss and sadness and on the other hand even stronger overwhelming happiness. It is said Saitanya so you to describes it. It's like hot sugar cane. It is too hot to handle and too sweet to resist. Who can understand that <laughs> you have a trial sugar cane? must be (coughs) taste so we don't understand the depth of Prabhupada's desire Um, but we understand that when one has a great focus on Krishna that such a focus Is not a focus based on determination. Um, It is rather determination is not the principal quality that can create such a focus. Um, A complete focus can only be there because of love, because of attraction to Krishna, because of deep attraction to Krishna. Then it's possible to be determined. Otherwise, determination will be wavering. It will be wavering. So in that way, we appreciate that Prabhupada was focused on Krishna with love. Now, we worship him as a pure devotee. And as a pure devotee, Prabhupada had one particular meditation. And that meditation was preaching Krishna consciousness, was to give Krishna consciousness to others. That was his meditation, right? constant meditation. It <coughs> not just, you know, like you can take the Veda base, for all Prabhupada's like lectures, writing, and so on, and search preaching and you'll find it, if I remember it, something like 13,000 something times, right? But it's not that Prabhupada 13,000-something times thought of preaching. Prabhupada always thought of preaching. Um, Some scientists say you have about 100,000 thoughts a day. I don't know if that's true or not. Or depends. How fast your mind is. But whatever it may be, but if we would just for argument's sake it, say it's correct, so then 3 million a month, uh, and then you can go on, you know, times 12, 36 million a year, 10 years, 360 million, 720 million in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Well, so those are certainly certainly, and all these, in Brahma's case, that times four, that makes uh, thirteen. <coughs> mm-hmm, three billion. Yeah, three billion. That's what so if it's three billion, three billion thoughts, then three billion thoughts were about giving Krishna consciousness to others. That was it. Simple as that. Every thought was about giving Krishna consciousness to others because there was a complete focus in Prabhupada. So, how would that be possible? Um, That is not possible by determination. That is only possible by love. That is only possible that Prabhupada's love was not only love for Krishna but extended to all living beings. <coughs> it extended to all. And Prabhupada said like that. Aham Bhava Buddhava uh, He is saying one should if one knows that I'm the origin of everything, mm-hmm. all spiritual material world. The wise man worships me with love. And pronounce said, Yes. And if you love Krishna, then not only Krishna, but then also Krishna's creation. Like you love body, then you also love finger. I mean, Krishna's creation is part of Krishna's. And also, Krishna's creation, also all living beings and the entire creation there. And mm-hmm. Prabhupada showed that. That was his love of God. Not some very complex esoteric thing. Yes, the complex esoteric thing was was there that we don't understand. Um, we don't understand what he understood about Krishna and the gopis and all these sentiments. We don't understand. But we do understand that He displayed love for all living beings. And on the strength of that, Krishna is reciprocated. Um, Krishna's mercy can be causeless. Krishna can just do what he wants. Um, he can, can suddenly turn anyone into a devotee. And we see sometimes there is that mercy. Like Maharaj Prataparuda was a king. And Lord Chaitanya was a very strict sannyasi 500 years ago and he would not meet with the king. The king was a devotee. Still, Lord Chaitanya would not meet him. He was just avoiding and avoiding to meet the king. But then the king was doing service to the devotee of Lord Chaitanya, to Ramananda Roy, who was a great devotee, gave Ramananda Roy full retirement, with full salary, so that he could join Chitanya Mahaprabhu. Then what was arranged that Lord Chitanya was not ready to meet the king, but he was ready to meet his son, and the son, he was kind of dark, complexion, and he had long arms and lotus eyes. So he reminded Lord Chaitanya of Krishna and therefore he embraced that son. And as he embraced the son, the son suddenly got hit by a wave of love of God. So the son is like just, you know, (laughs) transformed. And that son is just totally ecstatic and just goes back to his father. And his father is so happy to see that his son is transformed. He hugs his son and then then that wave of love of God hit Maharaj Prabhupada in this way. Lord Chitani send the love of God through uh, a wireless transmission. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an example of causeless mercy. That prince didn't know what was coming. But he got it. Not because of his own qualification. But then there is reciprocation. In the case of Prabhupada we see that it was full reciprocation. Yes, it was a miracle, but it was a miracle that the depth of Prabhupada's surrender could attract all the mercy of Krishna. Anyway, in our case we depend on both the reciprocation of Krishna and the causeless mercy. You know, something for free something we don't deserve so in this way mm-hmm. at the end of this lecture we can walk away with a sense of faith that miracles will happen and undoubtedly that they have happened gear as listed the long list mm-hmm. of miracles performed by Krishna the supreme mystic and there are many many more and miracles <coughs> are also happening now not that miracles stopped happening. No, there are miracles today, and even in our life, it's definitely a miracle um, that we are here. That is a miracle. And let's see what more will come. Greater miracles are bound to happen. I will end. Any questions, Anya? Thank you very much, Maharaj. I was wondering, what do you think our prayer could be in relation to everything you said, like, thinking of Krishna and preaching and Prabhupada's desire and empowerment and all those different things. How would you put it into a prayer that we could meditate on? Uh. i'm not as good at praying as he writes my for sure Um, he took time to write his prayer Um, but maybe the gist you know i can only give the gist now not the form of the prayer that would take time but the gist of the prayer simply that please let me this life this one life be an instrument of Srila Prabhupada you might say well yeah but my spiritual master is not Srila Prabhupada yes that may be true but all spiritual masters are serving Prabhupada's mission therefore still Srila Prabhupada We're all serving in that. He started this mission in the modern world. So, therefore, to be an instrument in fulfilling his desires. And that is the the gist of our prayer. And I pray for that constantly. is open. to have a vision, like uh, planning what to do for Krishna uh, versus what, um, or um, in relation to what Krishna wants for us, like trusting Krishna um, and having faith. In the case of Sri Prabhupada, we see that his vision was born out of service attitude. Therefore, his vision was the vision of Krishna. It was no different. In our case, it may be different. You know. I'm uh, spending a lot of time in New York and we're talking about what we should do in New York. So some people say, we should have a skyscraper. Uh, Okay, it's New York, you know, maybe. Others are saying, no, better than vertical, horizontal. Uh, Better like open... A hundred centers all over the city instead of going a hundred stories. And, and yeah, it's like, what is Krishna's design? And some are saying skyscraper, others are saying a hundred centers, skyscraper, hundred centers. You know. I would say both so what to do in the end um, then when we are all when we are making plans as Vaishnavas then we always consult with senior Vaishnavas get their blessings for our plans. Um, and it says when when three Brahmanas gather, then we take it that Krishna speaks to the to his three Brahmanas. That is like one approach. All too many. But it's only only the Vaishnavas, the senior Vaishnavas, you know, spiritual master may be the best, you know, to clarify with Um, because even the three Vaishnavas sometimes you know the spiritual is the last word once upon a time the whole GBC body had a meeting and they thought that Kadamaka and Swami should become GBC for France so they asked me I said I'll discuss it with Jai my eyes, Why would you do such a thing? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Um, so, spiritual master has the last word. But if you cannot consult the spiritual master, don't do Towards other living beings and come out of our comfort zone. Yeah. um, Every year we went to that place in my poor Momgachi, the place of Vasudev Dutta. (coughs) Vasudev Dutta, who prayed to Lord Chaitanya to transfer the karma of all the living entities upon him so that all those living beings could go back to Godhead. So, I always used to go there every year to pray for some compassion. <coughs> so pray to Vasa daughter that definitely will help. Otherwise I think that in order to have real compassion we have to have something better we first have to have something better. Otherwise, you can't have compassion. Unless we have something better than other people. Yeah. And, and really, of course, we have a better philosophy. But it's difficult just on the strength of a better philosophy to have compassion. But if you really feel much better than other people, because you realize, Krishna consciousness, then compassion will naturally follow. Because then we'll, we'll experience it, how they're suffering. Um, so, the more we are actually realizing the depth and the ecstasy of Krishna consciousness, the more compassion can really grow. And without it, it will always be hard. <laughs> Baba told his sannyasis, he said, don't don't desire, you know, don't desire what the householders have. Yeah. Come to so sannyasi, you walk into this big house to preach and see, wow, wow nice place. <coughs> Calcium thin ice. You're a young man, you're not working, and you're traveling all over the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's a miracle. (laughs) That's a miracle. (laughs) Krishna's helping.